0: all right guys what's going on welcome back to the sports corner podcast i am chris i will be your host today and i know i know i know i know i should have been back on the pod man but you know i had to get this thing right man i had to figure out how i was going to do this man i had to figure out whether it's going to be about you know i i want to be a little different from our youtube channel y'all know my youtube channel man i can be real pg i don't curse a lot sometimes i can't control myself and i do apologize but this ain't that, man. This is the fucking podcast, man. On this show here, we will let it fucking go. I'm not holding back, man. Like that's why I wanted this. That's why I wanted to do this part because I know there's certain people that appreciate the PG content, the pr- appreciate the content where, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's just me talking. You know, being friend, being um, I guess lack of a better term, advertiser friendly or whatever. Um, shout out to everyone that comes through the YouTube channel, man, and support I really appreciate you guys But this the fucking podcast, man We're gonna get right to it First of all, welcome to the, to today's episode and, and the title of today's episode is The Lakers Need to Fix Some Shit <laughs> Yo, check this out, man So last night, the Los Angeles Lakers played the Sacramento Kings It was at one point, I was like, man, I'm not even Because, you know, my YouTube channel, I do reaction videos If you ain't checked out the videos or checked out the YouTube channel Make sure you check that out but y'all know I do the um I do reaction videos. And it was that one point I'm like, man, I ain't even gonna review this. I ain't even gonna react to this game. They're gonna tear this they gonna tear their ass off. And out of nowhere, the Kings come storming back at the end of that second quarter. Right that on into the third quarter. Go ahead and tap that ass in the fourth quarter. Now, ladies and gentlemen, LeBron James had a good night. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He did. Um, Malik Monk had a good night. Yeah, yeah cool. Austin Reeves had a good, good, good night, yeah, yeah, cool. You notice the other two names I mentioned was not the names that were supposed to be the catalyst for the Lakers this year? <laughs> Nobody noticed that, huh? See, the, the the thing is with the Lakers is, I think it's, it's an L.A. thing, right? Man, I'm in L.A., you know. Everybody can't handle that pressure, you know. Everybody can't handle the—in the, the in L.A., They you can enjoy the sunshine and the beaches and all that shit, but we want you to get up here and do something. Russell Westbrook has been a fucking disaster. And let me say this, man. I don't really—I don't normally— Attack people or go at people like that, man. Um, I tried. I, I I I was the last person to go at Russell Westbrook, man. But it's not it's not the lack of points or whatever. It's like the timely fucking turnovers, man. Those pisses me off because those turnovers are literally right when the Lakers are about to go on the run. He turned the ball over. The Lakers like they about to do something. He turned the ball over. Like what the fuck, man? Hey Russ, they're baiting you into taking threes for a goddamn reason because you can't do it. Cause you can't shoot a three, so stop trying. You're like the kid that mama said, "Hey, don't put your hand in the cookie jar. I'm gonna put my hand in the cookie jar anyway, cause, cause you know, uh, uh I'm gonna get away with it this time." No, that's not how the fuck this work, man. Come on, bro. Like, it, it, I've never seen someone so damn determined to just prove somebody wrong, bro. It ain't you. It ain't you. You cannot shoot the three. Stop trying. Um, you know the Lakers, the Lakers. This this goddamn. Uh, geriatric experiment is over now That's why you see people like Austin Reeves get more minutes Um, You know Taylor Horton Tucker I'm not sold on that fucking guy Y'all can be if you want to But I don't see it Everybody want to give him that Because LeBron gave him the endorsement Hey LeBron Much love for you bro Stay ass as a player We don't want to see you as a GM dog This ain't your lane We've seen you try that shit in Cleveland eh, It worked for a point Then mm, That shit didn't work no more Miami wouldn't give you control? Okay, cool. So you bounced up out of there. Now you're in the Lakers trying to run the Lakers organization. Hey, Rob Plinker, do your damn job. G- Le- Le- LeBron is not your damn GM, all right? I love LeBron as a player. Le- LeBron is, is going to go down as one of the GOATs. I ain't saying the GOAT. Um, but he's going to go down as one of the GOATs, but he ain't a damn GM. So stop trying it. Like, how many times we going to go through this? Taylor Tucker is not that damn good. I'm sorry. And he another one. They'll bait him into the three and he'll force that motherfucker up because you ain't gonna try me though. I'm, I'm, I'm good. No, you're not. He got a LeBron seal of approval and all of a sudden everybody's just supposed to welcome him. Guess what? I would not be doing it, ladies and gentlemen. You gotta prove it to me. I'm sorry. I'm an old school Laker fan. I'm a Kobe Bryant fan. Kobe Bryant is the GOAT to me. And I know people gonna disagree with that. A lot of people gonna say MJ or that. But Kobe's the GOAT for me. And I ain't gonna explain it to you because I've explained a hundred times. But at the end of the day, I come from that era. I come from where a man, goddamn, knock his finger out of place, go to the bench. They pop that motherfucker in, he buckle, and get back on the damn court. Not this, I mean, phantom fucking calls, they looking for it. Now, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it, because the frustration is boiling over. The fucking, the, the, the phantom calls, they be reaching their hand up for. Like, n- nobody be in the same goddamn arena with Russ, and he start, what was the foul? You missed the whole damn basket, bro, ain't no foul. Alright, man, so, with, 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 with that being said, man, I, I, I don't want to be the... I, I get tired of being in a bad mood when it comes to the Lakers, man. I, I'm just gonna be honest with you. The Lakers, to me, I I, I had some hope. I'm going. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, you know what? They they can do this. You know. I, I see my thing. I thought LeBron was gonna be missing some games, and you know, Russ can kind of win a couple games for him. You know, he go on his Russ tyrants tie- and shit. But that ain't working, man. That is not working. And I'm gonna be honest with you. And and this this is just straight up telling like an IS is. That's something we see in the country. I'm gonna tell you like an IS is. You get it? Anyway, so Russ Russ need to be benched, dog. Russ need to be benched immediately. He ain't got the he ain't saying he can't play. But he is not the and then at the end of the game, you just be looking like the other day Russ, Russ filed out. And I was so happy he wasn't in there that I thought he was just they benched him. I was like, let me get Frank Focus some love for benching him. Then I realized, no, he filed the fuck out. Wow. That and and I know people are gonna say, man, it ain't all Russ fault. It ain't no Russ fault. Look at the fucking numbers. But if but see, people say that that don't watch the game. Watch the game and watch don't he have the most untimely fucking turnovers? Like those turnovers be like right when you like, okay, here we, go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's get it, let's get it. And then Russ come throw that motherfucker to the bleachers. <laughs> I'm sorry, in the stand, don't got bleachers. But whatever, you know what I'm saying? Throw that motherfucker to the referee who's standing out of bounds. Go and throw it to him, Russ. He he gonna make a shot for you. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, I, I just don't know what's going on with the Lakers. Lakers. Go and start the rebuild now. Go and start the rebuild now. If, I mean, shit. Uh, LeBron don't want to be part of a rebuild? Then what are you going to do? What you going to do? Because you put this fucking catastrophe together for the Lakers. You wanted Russell Westbrook and Buddy Hill made you eat that shit last night. Woo! Buddy Hill made you eat that last night, boy. Because you were like, Buddy Hill, no. He was like, bro, I could have been a Lakers. Oh, you didn't want me, bro? Take this three. To, take this three. Hold that. Hold that. Damn, man. As a Lakers fan, guys, ladies and gentlemen, I am so disappointed. Um, Because I had some hope. I, I thought, because, you know, people say LeBron is like, he like this basketball so fun. You know, he got it all figured out. I was like, LeBron about to do some shit, Hillboy. LeBron about to show him some, Hillboy. LeBron about to do it for He him. He about to go win with Russell Westbrook and show KD he couldn't do that. And he about to go win with Russell Westbrook and show Harden he couldn't do that. And Paul just, and all them showed him what LeBron could do, He can't. they can't do. I bought the damn Kool-Aid. Now I'm sitting here with fucking egg on my face. But it's all good, man. It's all good. This season, I don't see a turn turnaround. They want to get Jeremy Grant. and and, and First of all, they're not getting Gary Trent Jr. Let's just get that shit out of the way. They're not getting Gary Trent Jr. For the simple fact that Gary Trent Jr. is, for one, happy as hell in Toronto. And he's balling. And they love him. And he get to play. See, the thing is... What happened when you play with a player like LeBron James, you know, a championship bus, and everybody can't take that pressure. I've never seen LeBron go into a season and they were just like, all right, man, we're just going to get through this one. Like, even in that first season with the Lakers, they were looking, who can we get? Let's get, can we get Anthony Davis? What what can we do? You got to do something when you got LeBron James, right? So, a lot of players don't want that pressure, especially when they know it's ill gotten. But when you are LeBron James and you on the Los Angeles Lakers and you bring in Russell, Brooks, and Anthony Davis, and Carmelo Anthony, and forgot that these these players was great yesteryear, but this ain't yesteryear. This is today's year. So let's talk about it, man. At the end of the day, the Los Angeles Lakers can go ahead and throw this shit away. They can go ahead and bomb this season, whatever they want to do, man, because this ain't working, dog. I don't, I don't know. I don't know no other way to put it, man. This just not working, man. You know what I'm saying, like. I I I I love my Lakers. I'm a ride or die Laker fan. Now, was I ever the biggest LeBron? And that's the thing too. Some people are like, me. You just a LeBron fan? What, boy? You don't fucking know me. I ain't no damn LeBron fan. I'm a Laker fan. I like LeBron. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate the guy. But I'm not the biggest LeBron fan. I'm just a Laker fan. You join? You put on that purple and gold. I'm riding with you until I can't ride no more. And damn it, R- Russell Westbrook, I just can't ride no more. All right, guys. What's going on? So check this out, man. Um, Next up, we're going to talk about these Dallas Cowboys versus the San Francisco 49ers. And I just want to be the first to say it because I don't think nobody else is saying it. This is the worst matchup the Dallas Cowboys could get. Now, if you don't know, I'm a Dallas Cowboy diehard. I'm a Michael Irvin fan. That's my favorite NFL player of all time. And I'm a Dallas Cowboy diehard. Now, as a Dallas Cowboy fan, there's no easy way to say this. I do not like... Sunday's um yeah the Sunday Sunday's matchup against the San Francisco 49ers that was the worst matchup possible for these Dallas Cowboys man for the simple fact that what do Dallas do good on defense take the ball away get interceptions that type of thing what do San Francisco do run the ball who do that neutralizes that neutralizes Trayvon Diggs so if Trayvon Diggs ain't getting interceptions guys Trayvon Diggs, now he's paying attention into the backfield. What is Trayvon Diggs' weakness? The double pump, the double move. That's his weakness. That's how you get, if, if you, anybody, trust me, if the Cowboys survived the San Francisco 49ers, and I got much faith in my team, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I got I got faith in my team, Lord knows I do, but Trayvon Diggs is so susceptible to the double move, to the pump fake. Because he's always going, he's always been aggressive. He's always going for the interception. And a, a good quarterback, uh, let's see, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, they're gonna they're gonna double move him to death and have him second guessing out there. And I know we as much as I love Trayvon Diggs and and, and what he do for my defense, the San Francisco 49ers got the ability to straight neutralize him, right? Because they ain't taking the chances. They ain't they ain't gonna take no chances just throw it up there. Now you can get Jimmy G in a throwing situation, he'll throw you a couple INTs. So that's your only hope. But running the ball is all like listen, the Dallas Cowboys pretty much had their defensive starters out there last week. Did anybody see what Greenwell from the Philadelphia Eagles was doing? Nobody seen that? So when you look at it from that perspective, you're like, wait, 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 wait. wait. If their backups can run on Dallas starting defense. Uh, what the hell, is San Francisco gonna do, man? Like, let's be real about it now. What is San Francisco, San Francisco gonna do against Dallas when San Francisco is known for running the ball? Also, what do that take away from Dallas? All that those um numbers and best passing attack, blah blah blah, and all that bullshit. Let me say this: If they're running the ball, they're keeping it on the they're keeping the offense on the sideline. Mm, not only that, if, if Dallas, cause Dallas is known for coming out and going three and oh I'm three and out, three and out, and then you know, get it going 3-0. no, no, cause San Francisco is gonna try to have long, methodic drives down the field that's gonna eventually keep the def- that's gonna keep the defense on the field, keep the offense off the field, and ladies and gentlemen, that deep, by the fourth quarter, that defense gonna wear down. So Dallas gotta jump out. The coin I've never seen a, a game with a coin toss will be so important. The corn, the corn toss is gonna to be just that important because if Dallas can win that that corn toss and get going and put up some points and force San Francisco to, you won't. If you're a Dallas fan, you're hoping they get out to an early start, right? You're hoping they get out to an early start for the simple fact that it'll help them keep San Francisco in a throwing offense because they get to just a pure run uh, defense. I mean, pure run. I don't like our chances. I'm just gonna be. I'm I'm just gonna be honest. I'm just gonna be. Dallas got to be smart. Um, and the thing about, but when you think about San Francisco 49ers defense, they can get to you with a front four. Now you forcing Dak, and, and don't get me wrong. I ain't saying Dak can't do it, but you get Dak thrown into tight windows, like it's gonna, it's gonna really. This, this San Francisco's defense get Dak to thrown into tight windows, and 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 and, and not necessarily pan a. Not necessarily being able to just stop, look, read, because they can rush with four. Somebody, please help Connor Williams. Please help Connor Williams. Anyway, um, <laughs> if they could just if, if they get if they do San Francisco things, Dallas can be in trouble, guys. I, I I I'm trying to be positive. I know I'm supposed to be positive and all that good stuff, but if they can get um the Dallas Cowboys into a throwing, I'm gonna start get Dallas Cowboys into a situation where now they're getting pressure with four. They're dropping seven in coverage, forcing Dak to throw in tough windows. Now the, 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 the the remedy to that'll be Ezekiel Elliott, right? Like that's the remedy to that Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, who is a hell of a back. Sometimes I feel like Tony Pollard should start over Zeke, but I know that never happened. Not this and Zeke loves Zeke, but Tony Pollard just give you that boost. And he got a great, um, he got a great finish to his runs. Like he—he he don't. You rather see him get tackles in the in the backfield, right? So, um, but now, but we haven't seen Zeke be able to do Zeke like things, um, this year like we're used to. Now, Zeke is getting older. This is Zeke, fifth, sixth year, something like that. Tony Pollard coming behind him is is making up for some of that. But you're gonna need Zeke, and then you're gonna need Michael Parsons. But now Michael Parsons can do what? Rush the quarterback. He can get the if San Francisco is running the ball, you neutralize Trayvon Diggs and Michael Parsons. Now Michael Parsons got to be a straight run linebacker. I'm not saying he can't. I'm not saying he can't. But what I'm what I am saying is San Francisco is the uh, is the worst, I know some people was excited, oh we got San Francisco, we got, boy if you if you sit here and you think this is some easy win for the Dallas Cowboys and I know you don't watch football and you don't have an analytical mind to see that this is a horrible matchup it, it, may, it may be the worst matchup for the Cowboys, period because with the Arizona Cardinals I still feel, even though they lost that game, I feel like they can beat them alright, I feel like they get in the game with, with Green Bay, they can get into a throwing thing with them and they give them give them a chance. Temple Bay same thing. They put up numbers with them. Same thing, because their offense don't neutralize Dallas defense as much as San Francisco does. San Francisco will neutralize the Dallas Cowboy defense. So the Dallas is gonna have to be smart about the way that they play call, about their fronts, and about their one on one coverage. If Diggs that guy, he got he got host. I'm assuming Debo Samuel. I'm, I'm assuming Debo. If he gonna if he gonna if he's that guy, he's gonna have to stop Debo. If, if 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 I'm a Dallas Cowboy, if, if I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan, I'm looking to see what they do with Debo. Do you if he come out the backfield? Do you rough him up a little bit? Do you say, "Hey Michael, Debo is your guy," but don't put him in. I don't care how good Michael is, he ain't out running Debo. But Michael is a physical linebacker, so he gonna play a big role. But like I said, with the way that San Francisco played, the, the Dallas Cowboy defense is at such a disadvantage here, such a disadvantage. This is. This is not good <laughs> for us, Cowboy fan. This matchup, I, I now see some people just looking past San Francisco, and I feel if the Cowboys do lose the game, a lot of people, like, I can't, be- I can't believe it. It was a horrible matchup, horrible matchup, man. Like I, I, the football gods could have gave us something else than than San Francisco. Um, like, like I said, man, this is this this thing got a chance to just grind out and just take Dak and take Micah and take Dig completely out of the game, man. This is not this is not gonna be an easy one, guys. So but y'all know what it is. Um as a Cowboy fan, you know, we're gonna keep it we're gonna keep positive. We're gonna hope we we can figure this thing out. Cause um I mean let's be real, man. I said shit. Ain't nobody else gonna say it. the Cowboys ain't gave me much this year. I know they records say they 12 and five. And the stats say this. But who have they beat to make you think they can make a series, Super Bowl uh run? Don't worry, I'll wait. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but anyway guys we're gonna keep it moving here, man. Um all right, guys. So we're gonna keep it pushing, man. On to the next thing, and you know? I want to talk about my guy um, Antonio Brown, man. A B is what they call it. <laughs> um, I man, it's been many times, man, where people have said things about this guy, and and you know, I'm one of those guys, man. I I root for people to get it together, man. Um, I want to see them do good. I want to see people prosper. Let's 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 keep it let's keep it all the way real. Antonio Brown, at his height, was probably the best. Um, He probably was the best wide receiver in the league Still has the potential To be one of the best in the league And um Then we seen what happened in Tampa Bay Now Tampa Bay Have came out and made several statements Antonio Brown has made his statement Antonio Brown said that They wanted him to play while he was hurt And he was telling them that he was hurt And um. People said that, um, you know, the Bucks was wrong for that. The Bucks came out and said, well, he was cleared to play, um, and they and so he didn't play, so they kicked him out. They kicked him out. Um, you know what is interesting too, <clears throat> and I think this played a part in ain't nobody talking about it. The fact that Antonio Brown being back caused people to question Bruce Aaron because Bruce Aaron's at one point was like we would never allow him, blah blah blah. Then they brought him back in, and I. And I felt like Bruce Aarons felt the need to kind of flex his muscle here a little bit. Now let us let, just be honest though, man. Antonio Brown, the way he went off, the way he left it, it was just ridiculous, man. Um, Antonio Brown is one of those people who I I root for because I want him to see him get together because he's such a talented individual that you want to see this man actually live up to his full potential. And and I mean he's already lived up to his full potential. Hell, he's in the, he's in the damn NFL. He he lived up to his potential. Um, but what I mean by that is I I feel like he's one of those people, man, that got the ability to really take off. Like he had, I I was rooting for that comeback. When I say take off, I I was waiting for that, for that Antonio Brown resurgence where he just dominates the league again, because that's what he's capable of. I remember he was playing my Dallas Cowboys and he was catching all over Anthony Brown and people like, Oh, Anthony Brown suck. I was like, that's Antonio Brown. The hell's wrong with y'all? Like people, I think we, we, we see the antics and all the crazy shit this guy do, and we go, man, you know that, man, he tripping, man, and all that, but we forget how good of a damn player he was on the field, don't get it twisted, Antonio Brown is that dude, man, like, straight the fuck up, like, he's that dude, man, now, <clears throat> I will say this, though, how did I personally feel about the way he handled that, I thought it was ass, straight up, like, dude, like, it's one thing to, to, to be pissed and not want and, and and saying hey I couldn't go back in the game man blah 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 that's one thing, but to take your shirt off do all that shit on the sideline waving that and getting but then you say you your ankle hurt but you're jumping up and down on your way out come on man that's called bullshit when we a bullshit, and I know I know that people are supposed that people knows man you know he 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 showing some signs of CTE and all of that. And I listen. I don't. The, the crazy thing, the fucked up thing about CTE, man, you don't know people that having to they're they're gone, and I and I hear this, I I hear some of these things, but we've seen, I've known a player that have had CTE, um, and we've seen people that just go out and rage and crazy like that we've seen what that looked like, this do not look like that, I could be so wrong, and if I'm wrong, I fucking apologize, but this don't sound like that, I feel like people trying to find a damn excuse for this, man, when it's in in actuality, my guy, like, you don't do that, like, the next day, you at the game, then one day, you're saying, um, Tom Brady didn't look out for you, in a sense, and then on the flip side, you're saying, man, I did handle that wrong, like, dude, like, Okay, let's keep it, he ain't got no real motherfuckers in his corner And that's just what it is Alright, let's keep it real Antonio Brown ain't got no real people around him He got a bunch of yes men that just gonna agree whatever the fuck he say And just, cause they trying to live off of him He can't have no real solid people in his corner doing shit like that, man It it just, I I don't get it I personally don't believe he got no real people in his corner That are going, hey man Yeah, dog, that's a little fucked up You might want to chill a little bit You might want to chill a little bit, dog. Like this ain't, this ain't it Like I'm just gonna be honest with you. Like and Antonio Brown, it's a because it's always something. You know, he's like it's alert he's he's like allergic to like just being fucking great. Like when you talk Antonio Brown literally could be a walking fucking role model out here man when you listen to people talk about take the antics away and you talk about the work ethic the first step the, the last leave always doing work putting the extra work in always trying to get better always studying always doing the shit that he's supposed to do that's what we want to remember antonio brown by not this bullshit and i'm, I'm gonna be straight up i don't want to hit a damn excuse for this this listen this is it's no reason one day, it's like, oh, man, you know, I, I, I was a bad move. Next day, man, you know, Antonio Brown, I mean, I'm sorry, Tom Brady made sure, and uh, Grunt was good, you know? I thought we was, uh, all, all Tom Brady care about is winning. Uh, come on, man. Come on, man. Like, and, and, and listen, man, this, on this podcast, I'm going to tell you right now, man. I'm going to cause some controversy. I'm going to say some shit on him. And there's some people that's going to not agree with me. And some people that might not like Chris after this. But listen, I'm going to keep it honest, and I'm going to keep it real with you. This is Antonio Brown is just a fuck up. He's he's a, a world-class, phenomenal, great. But t- man, we're talking about somebody that could be go down as the greatest of all time at one point in his career. He was that damn good, and probably still is, if he can get out there and ball. I, I just think the spotlight, the, listen, this is how you know, let, let me tell you something, how do you, how do I know that something's wrong with this fucking guy, he wanna be a rapper, now, I'm gonna tell y'all something that people don't talk about, and don't watch Instagram because all oh, that shit's fake, because you 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 see the jewelry and the chain and you think they ball, they're really not, they really not, alright, a lot of them, don't worry, I want everybody to write down the people that you see, all the rappers that quote unquote bowling, and then watch how watch in five years how many people are then talking about how they're struggling or they can't pay that top, the IRS bills and all that shit. Bro, you in a, 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 a business making millions of dollars to do something you're great at that you can that you can do and but you now you want to be a rapper. That let me tell you, you have to sell. You, I'm sorry, you have to get tens of millions of streams to make a $100,000. You did that by walking on the goddamn football field. So, okay, maybe that's your passion. Then do your passion on your own time, brother. Like, I've not heard somebody like, yo, that new AB track, though, bro. Like, that shit for fire, bro. Like, you got to go get that. that. That new AB, go get that motherfucker. No, 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 man. Listen. Listen, man, I, I just think it's, a, I, I'm just being honest. I just think it's a travesty, what this man is doing to his career. I am, I am in no way, shape, form, nor fashion saying go out there and play while you hurt. If you can't go, you can't fucking go. Um, I do, I think AB at least deserves to tell a coach, hey, hey, man, my shit hurt. I I, I can't do it. I can't go. I'm hurting. Well, the doctor said, listen, man, I'm hurting, all right? Can't do it. Do I think AD deserve AD, AB deserved the right to say that? Yeah. Do I think he coach should listen to that? Yeah, absolutely. But does all the extra, all that, all that is is no one would do that but AB. But let me t- remember the guys, man. Remember the guys. The <clears throat> now, first of all, let's not let's not do let's not put him in the TO category, right? TO was his antics was was wild. But it was more within the game in in the sense, or you know, he will he may say something like when they asked, pretty much is Brett far better than Donald McNabb, who was actually a teammate at the time. I'm like yeah, probably wasn't the right damn thing to say, but he said it. Okay, cool. That's one thing. It wasn't the off the field antics with To. You know what I'm saying? It just it, it just wasn't that. So. But remember the story was nothing sadder to me than seeing Terrell Owens sitting on the couch crying about not being able to pay his his damn uh child support. And I'm a fan. I was a fan of Terrell Owens. Still is, you know. It was nothing sadder than that to me. Because what you once you burn so many bridges, you 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 you, you, you just become a damn um, you just you just look like nobody wanna touch you. Like if another team is looking at Antonio Brown right now and be like Antonio Brown can get us over the hump. You know what the first thing they are gonna think? Nah, hell no. We he ain't finna deal with that duh. We ain't finna deal with him jumping up and, and he might just quit in the middle of a damn game. Like nobody's finna nobody wanna deal with that, man. Like this guy got so much talent and he just wasting it. So do I I, I just I hope I, I wish the best for uh, Antonio Brown. I hope he get this thing together, man. Um, I don't know if he get another shot in the NFL. Why? Like, you had the best-case scenario. You had um, the Bucks. You had the championship. You had Tom Brady. You had every... I don't know where, where else you go and get a better opportunity. And you fucked that up. There's no other way about You fucked that up. For what? For what? Even if you was wrong and couldn't go back in... Cool. But don't make a spectacle of the situation. But anyway, guys, that's my take on that, man. You know, um, I'm 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 really, 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 really um a little bit disappointed in the whole A B situation, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna keep it moving, man. We're gonna keep it moving. And I wanna talk about something here. Uh <laughs> that, you know, um, you we all know I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. Um, if you didn't know, now you know. Um but I, I gotta say something. I gotta say something. I gotta say something. So if you think I'm a little biased on this, then I don't give a damn. Okay, listen. Michael Parsons. <clears throat> Michael Parsons should be defensive player. Of the year. That's right. I said it. I meant it. I ain't taking it back. And I'll tell you why. Because you're going to tell me, man, you see what TJ Watt done in his in his, his sacks? You see what Miles Garrett done in his sack? Yeah, I seen all that shit. But they rushed the, they, that's their job. They rushed the passer every down. This young man rushed the passer maybe 30, 35% of the time. He rushed the passer, and his numbers is up there with theirs. Come on now. Huh? He played linebacker. Hell, they put him out in coverage. Imagine if he rushed the pass as much as they did. Well, we talking. We having a whole different conversation now. We haven't and oh, and by the way, he doing all this as a rookie, as a fucking rookie. How is Michael Parsons not defense player of the year? You gonna tell me somebody else that deserved that over him when he got when he he's Competing with their numbers from the simple fact that from doing half of what they do in a sense he don't rush the quarterback as much as he do. I was talking to a football team fan. Um it's gonna be interesting to see the dumbass name they come up with, uh, for this team. You know, they probably be announcing the name. Um but I, I did I, um but for the for the playoffs, I did wish them the best in their game coming up on Sunday. They got gotta watch it from somewhere. Anyway, um <laughs> Um Listen, man, Michael Parsons to me, has had one of the most dominant rookie seasons that I've seen in a long time. Now, as a Cowboy fan, have I watched his rookie season a lot more closely? Yeah. I got the I, I had to somebody, listen, shout out to the person that sent me the message on Instagram that told me, hey, man, the jersey's available. Go get it right now. I'm going to got that motherfucker immediately, baby. You know I would have it on Sunday for the game. That's good shit, I mean. Uh, <laughs> but I will say, man, Michael Parsons deserved to be the damn rookie I mean, he, rookie of the year should be, go, go write that in now. If he don't win, if he don't win rookie of the year, it was a damn conspiracy. You can write rookie of the year in now. I know Jamar Chase is doing his thing, write rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. I'm sorry, defensive rookie of the year, you write that in. You write that in right now, all right? But defensive player of the year? Got to go to Michael Parsons. He's a rookie doing this and not only doing what they're doing, but he's doing so much more. I tell you what, tell Miles Garrett to go play damn linebacker. Tell Miles Garrett to go go guard somebody. And I'm not saying that because Miles Garrett is a damn beast, right? Like, this guy's a genetic freak. I, it's just ridiculous. Um, and then um, TJ Watson, I'm not taking that from these guys, man. These guys are amazing. We're talking about what Michael Parsons is doing as a rookie. And he don't know what he going to do when he line When he don't when the play call comes, he has to listen extra cuz they might put him into the a They might put Michael Parsons in a. All right? But for the rest of these guys, they know go get the quarterback. That's your job. One job. See that guy over there? Put him on the ground. And they doing a damn good job at it too. So shout out to them. But what Michael Parsons is doing is just next level. And I know, I know, I know how this go. Some people, some people, it's some people that hate the Cowboys so fucking much, man, that they'll ignore this guy's talent. They will ignore what Michael Parsons has done because they hate the Cowboys so damn much. But you cannot deny that this guy here is, is on, in a know, in, he's on another level. This is might've been the Cowboys best draft pick in years. No, and yes, in years, year, years, I, I'm talking years, better than the Dak draft. Be, well, I don't know about the Dak one because the bargain in it, but just player for player better than that, uh, better than a Zeke one. Cause this guy, and this is just one year now I'm basing this off one year. Next year I might come back and say he was the Chase Young of, <laughs> of next year. Please don't let that happen. God damn. He fell outside of Uh, shit. Chase Young just fell off the, off the map. I was like, well, Damn, cause I, I like Chase Young. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, yo, they like like the football team got them a goddamn leader. They got them a beast. He just did not look the same this year, boy. Woo woo. And the the, the part about it that scared me with Michael Parsons, the Dallas know how to fuck some up. So I'm afraid, I'm afraid so bad they're gonna fuck that up with Michael Parsons, man. They're gonna mess around and try to make this guy a linebacker too. let him go get the quarterback. He's great at I understand. He's good at I like him running the quarterback. I like him at linebacker. That's cool. He can cover somebody sometime. That's cool. I want him going to get the quarterback. You got D. Law, Michael Parsons, Randy Gregory. All three of them coming at your ass at once, man. I'm supposed to be deadly, but the Cowboys gonna do like they did with Rico Gathers. Rico, I don't know if you guys remember Rico Gathers, man. He was a this big, tall. I think he was he he was a power four out of out of Baylor that came to the Cowboys. He wanted to play football, and they just they tried to turn him into a fucking blocker. Type line, um, tight end. That's not his thing. I'm talking about, you could, this man had a catch radius out of the wazoo. You just throw, it was, it was, um, I don't know if you guys may have seen it or not. There was a preseason game where he just reached over the defender that was about to get an interception and pulled the damn ball up, put it and, and got the catch. This guy was, should have been the next Jimmy Graham, man. And the Cowboy just kept screwing with it. Just kept screwing. That's the Jason Garrett days. Well, the way we do things here. Well, how are you doing things now in your college? Big guy. Cause you ain't got a damn job. Um, but nah, man, I, I just hope the Cowboys don't keep trying this experiment, experiment shit with Michael Parsons, man, because this guy, this, this guy's the real deal, man. It's been a long time since you, you, you've seen somebody like him and you like, Ooh, let's go. This guy, like when he coming out to the quarter he getting in, the, he's in your backfield. He's in your backfield. Imagine just, just let, cause any other team might go get, go get the quarterback. That's that's what we need you to do. We'll find somebody to cover him, go get the quarterback. Nah, daddy wanna put him in coverage. They wanna do all that. And don't get me wrong, I I hell, I'm hoping Dan Quinn become the Cowboys head coach um next year or some shit. Because um, 'cause I'm not the biggest Mike McCarthy fan. I just feel like Mike McCarthy is a goddamn he he just a bump on the log. Like I I don't like how none of that shit went down. Um, you know, hit the whole story of well, you know, Mike, uh, Mike McCarthy stayed at Jerry Jones house and, and they overnight, you know, they, he, they offer him the deal. What the, f- I, in the minute when I heard that come out, I was like, Mike McCarthy ain't a real coach. He ain't a real coach. That's not how a deal go down. You think Jimmy Johnson was staying at his house? You think Bill Par- Parcells was going to stay at his house overnight? That's how, no, no, you got no leverage. You, you're his buddy. You're his buddy. Congratulations. Mike McCarthy is another uh puppet on the damn string. But I do like Dan Quinn. I do think Dan Quinn has the ability to be a great head coach. But if 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 that's what it take to keep him, whatever the Dallas Cowboys got to do to keep Dan Quinn, do it. This defense, this is the first time the defense have looked fucking good in a long time, all right? We we we'll, we we'll have in the past seasons, we've had those splash mysterious seasons where they look good but it's the first time that they genuinely 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 looked good man Trayvon Diggs okay Trayvon Diggs is a beast not Deion Sanders please stop with that all right let's stop the Deion Sanders comparison that's that's the worst fucking comparison I've ever heard in my damn life Trayvon Diggs no 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 when Deion Sanders played cornerback your receiver was taken out of the game all right, that receiver was out of the game. Now, you you had those no rare occurrences where you got a good battle between him and, you know, him and Mike, Michael Irvin, him and Jerry Rice and, you know, Tim Brown. You had those, those greats great we were just great on great, and then they'll throw over there sometimes because they, they, they are greats. But for your, 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 your normal receiver, lined up against crime, that I man, he was on the couch, man. He just just – that side of the in is is you you throwing the other side, all right? Now Trayvon did he 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 he'll make you regret throwing over there. You ain't gonna throw at him too many times, but you can double pump pump the shit out of him or get him uh, get him off get him thinking too much and you'll you'll hit a bomb on him. So yeah, let's stop that let's stop that comparison. Now the Lawrence Taylor um Michael Parson, I don't like to do that one either just because Lawrence Taylor body of work was just ah that man made the damn left t- yeah the left tackle position. Crucial. He made it crucial. That's how good Lawrence Taylor was, man. I, I had chances. I watched some of his tapes and stuff like that. Man, he just literally had um quarterbacks like mm, please, please do something with this fucking guy, man. He he's he he's coming. Yeah, please. Like he would have quarterbacks literally scared, man. All right. Um and it's crazy because Michael Parsons sim- got a similar um build as Lawrence Taylor. Um, and, 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 you know, in, in stats. And when I say stats, I'm like, like height, weight and stuff like that. Not, I think he may be a little bit more athletic than Lawrence Taylor was, but Lawrence Taylor was just a base. So we're not doing that either. Just like Michael said, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't trying to hit that right now. We talking about the goat LT may be the greatest football player of all time. Um, you know, now that's a conversation for another day, but he's up there. All right. Lawrence Taylor is up there now. Um, but yeah, I just want I, I, I wanted to, I wanna end this podcast on Michael Parson should be defensive player of the year. You look not only not only but you look at the way he's affected this football team, especially that defense. Yeah, we know about um Demarcus Lawrence and you know that, that hype shit that he do. and he supposed to be the leader. He's got crowned the leader. Michael Parson is the leader. And he's a rookie because he puts it on the tape like he, he, ain't nothing worse than a motherfucker yelling at you and shit. let's go, let's go, and you looking at them like, bro, where we going? You ain't doing shit. When we, when when Michael Parsons and he's a soft-spoken guy, like he he's not all rah rah all the time. He's but he's he comes out, he do his job, he gets it done, and unlike anything else on that defense, man. So it's gonna be interesting. Like I said, man, this this, this um this matchup this weekend. Against the San Francisco 49 is gonna be gonna be a an interesting one because they got to get up early on San Francisco. Take San Francisco out of the ability to 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 run the ball. You you got to jump up seven fourteen points, and then once you get them out of, and then they can't run the ball. Now you're forcing them to throw it with um with Jimmy G. And, and I know who I actually think, and I know a lot of people can agree with this, but I think Jimmy G. is a little underrated. Like I've watched some of them damn games. I'm like, yo, he's he's clicking. Like they're they're moving. They're moving like um, Jimmy G, he ain't he ain't going to flash you away or nothing like that. But I thought Jimmy G was damn good to me. Um, but at the end of the day, man, we're going to see, man, it, the weekend is it's Friday. So the the weekend is upon us. The the damn um, game going to be popping, hopping and popping um this weekend, man. Y'all know. Stay tuned right here. Um, we're gonna talk about, you know, next podcast, we're gonna talk about what happened, man Hey, I just want to say thank you guys for joining me on this, um, the podcast, man The first episode, um, since we, since we relaunched Um, like I said, man, this podcast, I, if, if, if I've got a little vulgar for you Hey man, I told you from the damn beginning, this ain't the one for you, so But we are gonna, we are gonna keep it pushing, keep it moving um, thank you, guys, for watching the pod or listening. Damn, listen to the podcast. Make sure to hit me up on Instagram, Chris's Sports Corner. Make sure to hit me up on Twitter. Make sure to hit me up on my YouTube, my main channel, and for my PG people and the people that like my reaction videos, man, I'm going to keep them coming. They ain't going nowhere. We're just getting bigger and better. So, hey, man. but most importantly, guys, you guys stay safe out there, man. There's a lot going on in this world. Stay safe. Stay positive. Um, Stay uplifted, man. I love you guys. to pieces. Thanks for the support. And until next time, man, you guys be great, man.